Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. everyone. Welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my talk 1071 and live streaming around the world at my talk 1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to become Chipotle's tortilla warmer, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> queen of the tortillas. Alexis Thompson. Uh, good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Tom McLean. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. Hi, I'm here. Good morning. Hi. Speaking of hot tortillas. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and good morning, all of you, on this Thursday, May 21st, 2020, coming up on 6.03. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to Thursday. Welcome to a sunny day. Welcome to National Memo Day. So make sure you write a memo. Welcome. Oh. B. Arthur will hmm. probably write yeah. like four. Welcome yeah. to National Strawberries and Cream Day. Welcome to National Waitstaff Day. <laughs> well, well, well. That's a lot to talk about there. Welcome yeah. to National American Red Cross Day. Welcome to National. Oh, those are the oh, those are repeats. And welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. Alexis, uh, how is your 400th and 12th coffee from your <laughs> collection of Italian roast? <laughs> oh, it is so good. As good as it was yesterday. Nice and hot. Black. Divine. Mm-hmm. Divine, like the legendary star of Pink Flamingos. Divine. <laughs> That's right. Don McClain. Mine is determined, yeah. enthusiastic, yeah. and forceful. That's right. That's wow. Forceful. Yes. I Kenny. I have my tea here. It's herbal. How forceful are you? My, I am drinking a damn fine cup of coffee, and it's my own oh. damn fault. <laughs> what? Why? What do you mean it's your me. fault? It's, oh, I don't know. That was trending on Twitter. Something oh. about it's uh, your own damn fault. Oh, it is. Yeah. You're right. I'm looking at the trendings uh, right now. Yeah, what's that all oh. about? I don't know. I don't want to get that. No, me neither. I'm not clicking on that. I'm going to keep going. I'm in a decent mood. I'm not going to ruin it. Nope. I'm in a good mood. I'm going to try to keep that mood for another at least 12 minutes. So, 12 minutes. I'm going to, Lex, I'm I'm shooting for 630. All right. Lex, how you doing, girl? Oh, that's right. Thanks for asking. Um, Delish. You know, it's not milk today. So, that's a a win. There actually is coffee in there. Yeah, there's coffee in my coffee. Uh, So, no. Oh, it's uh, it's delicious. It's smooth. It's rich. 
Um, it, yeah, it's uh, just like Michael Jordan, smooth and rich. Cheers. Oh, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Cheers. Cheers. I'm uh, Le- Lex. I'm on episode seven of The Last Dance. Um, oh, savor it. I, I know I am. That's why I was going to, I, I the dogs and I were going to watch another episode, but uh, Dexter looked at me and he goes, let's, let's hold these. And I said, okay, let's do that. <laughs> So uh, I watched the one with um, that really talked about his brand, and you know how that fa- that fascinates yeah. me. Uh, oh, the yeah. the that signing brand deal that he got. Oh too. well, just uh, who knew? Even if you're yeah. not a sports fan, Michael didn't even want to take the meeting with Nike. Mm-hmm. His mother had to convince him to take the meeting. Ooh. He wanted to do a Adi- wasn't it Adi- Adidas? I think yeah, he was Converse obsessed. Converse was big, and Adidas was really big too. Then, yeah, uh, Converse was the official at the time, the official shoe of the NBA. But yep. Michael loved Adidas, and he, his agent yep. at the time, said, um, "Hey." Uh, you know, and Nike was people forget a small company. Yes, they want a, a big name, and they're going for it. And he was a rookie, and they yeah. were willing to pay him. I think it was three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which was insane for a rookie. Uh, yeah, and for them to pick one player. Yeah, and base all of their marketing on that on one star. And then the the fact that you know he flies, which as Oprah Winfrey yeah. said in her interview in '93, you know. You're not like most humans. You can fly. Um, They came up with the Air Jordan name. And I was like, oh, this, I could have watched a whole documentary on that and the branding. Oh, because we didn't even, his agent, people were laughing at his agent because usually at at that point in sports, it was mainly tennis stars that did these types of endorsements. Mm hmm. And and people were laughing at MJ's agent saying, what are you trying to do, make him into a tennis star? And he goes, yep. <laughs> yeah, yep that's exactly that what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, that's ex- I'm turning him into a brand. Back off, yo. And uh, there we go. I don't know. Imagine that that was a new concept then. And now, I mean, that's all you think that's about, all you do. right? Yeah, Tiger Woods, watches and uh, sure. shirts and, and everything. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's. Uh, just like Jay Leno never touched his Tonight Show money, I would gather that there is a big chunk of uh, athletes that never touch their their salaries oh, from sure. their teams. Yep. I bet they live off endorsements. Um, yep. Anyway. Speaking of Jay Leno, yes. he was on the Late Late Show uh, with James Corden, mm-hmm. and uh, he was talking about... Um, what was it? Kelly Clarkson. Oh, he was on with Kelly Clark. Anyway, doesn't matter. He was on a talk show and he is making three with his 3D printers. He has two of them in his garage. Of course he does. He's making face shields. Leno is? Them, yeah. And giving them to local authorities. Oh, well, well the, that's good of you, Jay. Isn't that neat? Well, he has giant garages. Way to go, oh, Jay. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. There's God. only so these many cars. Garages. It's crazy. Yeah, these are warehouses. The, thank you, yeah. Kenny. Yeah, you're right. Let me rephrase it. He yeah. has Costco-sized warehouses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, good on you, Leno. Good on yeah, you. That's it nice. Looks really cool. Of course he has a 3D printer. Yeah, he has multiple. He said it is <laughs> yeah, like 24 hours. Right, because it takes a long time to print anything, really. Um, speaking of um, yeah. stuff like face shields, Lex and Kenny, you can't see this. But again, thanks to B. Arthur, I think she went to Michael's Home Goods or something yesterday. Uh, yeah. Because I am sitting in the studio now, and I have a giant plexiglass shield separating me from my pretend co-host on the other side. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Like where you would normally sit, Lex? Yeah. I'm blocked. Like I can't. 
if I spit at you and I've only now I'll take a picture. I, for I you. only spit at you yeah, twice, Lex, and I hope you still forgive me. But if I spit at you, yeah, um, yeah. it's Don't all, worry, I spit back. Uh, you did. It was a, we called I it. it. We called it Lizard Day. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, Where's you two? There's a giant. It's all love. It's all love, Lex. Oh. There's a giant plexiglass wall now between uh, this seat and the other seat. So wow, I also think great. it's to prevent Lori and Julia from scratching each other during the show. I think that's also when Lori pulls the claws out. It's like, but um, you know, they're doing such a great job of protecting all of you guys that go into the office. I'm beyond, so impressed. Oh, beyond uh, both. Com- uh, absolutely. And B, uh, look, I like to rip her any day ending in Y, but uh, <laughs> she is doing from day one, even yes. before day one, when folks were not taking this real seriously yep. or they weren't sure the trajectory of this, B. Arthur and was meeting with, I believe, Don, you were involved in meeting with Don and Holly, setting up basically like doomsday scenarios of, hey, if we get sick, we're going to have working. We're still. We're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we're like, Holly and I are like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but basically coming up with a plan of like, if we have to abandon this building, where are we going to do the show? Yeah. And it was B. Arthur leading that yep. charge. And uh, and then, yeah, now uh, I feel very protective if there's if there's a guest over there, um, right. because, well, this is a great segue. We got a we got a rare because we got to talk about the new guidelines. Girl. Girl. Wow, I was shocked by, um, by, by you. the restaurants, <laughs> especially. Um, I happen to be with, we have so much to get to. This is going to be a good yeah. show today. I have so much to tell you guys. Um, I felt like I had four days yesterday in one day. Um, I happen to be with a lot of restaurant people. Under ten people, though, don't don't be a Gladys Kravitz. Uh, but I was with restaurants people, uh, restaurant people yesterday when this came down. Ooh, child, I have reaction. Um, okay, yeah, I was uh, curious. Yeah, Alex, yeah, um, okay. not not happy. Anyway, um, we did get some before we go. Here's some good news, and then we'll talk about it on their side. The CDC. This was all over the place yesterday. I don't know if they wanted to uh, make a big deal of this, but quietly they changed some guidelines um, overnight or a couple days ago. This isn't uh, fake news. The CDC now says it is less, now not totally uh, not possible, but far less possible to contract the virus on hard surfaces. Remember, they thought yes. initially in the early days, because, again, this is new. This is new. They thought, oh, you have a high probability of contracting it by touching metal or rails or something. They, or your packages that come in the yes, mail, they need to be in quarantine. They have now decreased that. They've changed the terminology to basically say it is far less likely um, or let me let me be very clear. Here's a USA Today headline from 10 hours ago. Coronavirus, quote, does not spread easily by touching surfaces or objects, according to the CDC, but it still may be possible. Mm. So still possible, you know, mm-hmm. but less likely than in the early days when we thought, girl, if you touch anything in Someone else has oh, touched it touch within, face yeah. And, yep. So I looked at Colin. I go, finally, a little, little good news. Now, still be diligent and and wipe stuff down and wipe your door handles. But 
Yeah, wash your hands yeah. and do all of that stuff still. But still some good news. A little bit of good yes. news. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, the new guidelines from Governor Walls. I have reaction from some restaurant folks. But first, My Talk celebrates Mental Health Month in May, brought to you by Care Counseling. Millions of Americans are affected by mental health conditions every year. For resources, go to our website at mytalk1071.com and our keyword May. Back uh, in three minutes with that story. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 everything entertainment everything honey badger honey badger don't care that's right I'm Jace <laughs> wow you're finding some old goodies that's today. right like this old friend uh how you doing there girl how you doing Could be a crackhead. that's right <laughs> could be Tracy's here Lex Tracy yes Tracy how do you feel about uh, people like that guy at Costco that yelled at that manager what do you think of him oh I can't stand people who don't uh-huh. are not considered it yeah I know mm. you are not considered it oh shoot how's your boyfriend Tracy I am his woman so what error what error <laughs> thanks Trace we'll talk later <laughs> fine I'll ask one more question because Tracy we're all doing our own hair how's your hair today and I hope you like my hair because yeah. I have dyed it with some Kool-Aid perfect it's beautiful Dawn and I are actually going to dye our hair with Kool-Aid today after the show so yeah, yeah we're going to do it oh nice <laughs> like Dawn has time to dye her hair oh. yeah, yeah. Uh, 621 is the time the governor released his new guidelines yesterday and uh let me just cut to the chase restaurant folks are not happy um let me i'll focus just for this segment on restaurants so starting june 1st the new guidelines uh restaurants can start serving but only outdoor dining and only 50 people and requires uh, employees to wear masks and you must have a reservation in advance and parties are limited to four people or six if everyone is from the same family. I, I will tell you, this went over like a thud. Uh, so you were with restaurant people I yesterday. was restaurant people. What? what Livid. Yeah. Livid. all the restaurants that don't yeah. have outdoor seating, which is okay. most. Dawn, even yeah. the restaurants that do have, and I was... Um, I'm not going to name. I was at a restaurant that has substantial outdoor seating. Yeah. Still not plausible. Still oh. not, still not uh, even worth opening. Right. Because. That's what I was wondering about. Lex, it's not even, the margins are not there. Yeah. It, 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 to 50 people, and I get it, but geez Louise, uh, there are more than 50 people walking around free. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can target. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and then I think about like a place like Murray's, downtown Minneapolis. How would they accommodate outdoor people? Yes. And keep the and keep the party six part six feet apart. You can't. The other thing too, um, you know. I I just right. I whew, it's I can imagine. They just like it's not even worth it. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, now I don't know the the folks I was with yesterday. They they basically were just like, uh, well, we're not even going to open. It's not even right. worth it. It's not. Yeah. And I heard That's that. Better. I heard that from well one two three four four major restaurants that you all would know uh, that were just like, no, there's no way. It's just for staffing, uh, what they would make, and plus reservations. Oh, who thought of... Now, that's the one thing, too. You know how I always say I want to be in the meeting? And I got to tell you, this proves that I try to be as centrist as humanly possible. I, I support Governor... I have supported Governor Walls. I think he's a nice guy. I think this is just... I. I, I I strongly disagree with this, and I wanted this reservation thing specifically. Who? Th- what's that about? That you know that is only going to clog up the. I'm telling you, that's only going to clog up the system. I, I, yeah, the I, rationale is it. I don't know because then you can control the crowds yeah, or you can control the chaos and cre- control the chaos. Yeah, but I got to tell you, think of it. It's going to create more clogging and more. It's going to create more clogging at your entrances because you're going to have to be fighting with people. What? There's no reservations left. What? Well, yeah, we we open reservations at eleven. Well, I didn't know that. Where's that posted? Do you see what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. These are the conversations that are going to happen at host desks. Yep. So you're yep. actually creating more chaos because you're going to have to explain to every patron that's going yeah, to come to hear it. Yep, Lex. And then you're going to have to explain that there's no reservations, and then. You're going to have to explain why, and then you're going to have to explain the process to get a future reservation. So there's a two-minute conversation where more and more people are piling up behind that person. Instead of just keeping the flow going by letting by giving guidelines, but letting these restaurant tr- restaurant tour- restaurant tours who know the flow of their establishments, who know their customer uh, uh, flow, let them manage it. And if there's a problem, then you can pull back. But this this reservation thing, ridiculous. I mean, I, I wonder, can see it being a big problem though with lines. What if, if they, they even talk to any restaurant owners, I, I, or if they just thought this up themselves? No, I'm sure they consulted some folks, but I got to tell you, it, it it it's just not good. Uh, uh, let's take a break. I want to hear what Kenny has to say on it too. Um, and I got a tweet from our friend, uh, Kenny, your friend. Oh, I can't think of her name. She does the fabulous driving service. Shay. Shay, Shay. tweeted a, a, a post of a small uh, small restaurant yes. owner. Heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. Oh, I'm going to read that. tore me up. Yeah, that and more when we come back. Stay with us. This is one of those days. I love that we have a radio show for good conversation. Uh, welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything lip balm. Ooh, I gotta put on some lipstick because these crusty crusts. Yeah. These crusty crust lips I got. That's right, Tracy. Ooh. Oh, I can't find my look. My little my little lip my little lip balm. 
Here you go. go. Thank you, Tracy. Uh, Her lips are not chapsed. We got some backup here, friends, uh, to talk about the governor's new order and specifically how it affects restaurants and and salons. Uh, From the Weekly Dish, our foodie queen, our chantreuse of charcuterie, uh, Stephanie Hansen joins us on the phone. Hey, Hansen. Oh, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Hanson, I want to get, get the most out of you. I want to squeeze you like an orange and get the most juice out of you. And that's a horrible terminal of uh, phrasing, but whatever. Uh, yeah. I got my crusty crust. That's right. Um, <laughs> let's start with, we ended, the con- we ended that last segment talking about reservations. Uh, I was with some restaurant people yesterday, some of which you know as well. And that was the thing that boggled them the most. Uh, but you have some perspective on maybe why that condition is in there they put it in because they want to have contact tracing so when you go to a salon you know you're registered they know who you are they have your email address your phone Mm. with restaurants they wanted to do the same thing i'm not necessarily in agreement with how this is all rolling out but that was the rationale okay then that well, so you can trace it back if someone... Yeah, yeah that they would have your contact information yep. if there was some sort of a hot spot. Oh, that makes sense. And they could tell you, listen, someone was infected. So literally, Steph, to, to, yeah. cut the, to cut the crap, you know as well as I do. So restaurants, they don't care. The state doesn't care how they take the name. Literally, uh, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod. A restaurant could literally just have people come up and go, do you have a reservation? No, well, here, uh, email this email address. Okay, and then come sit down. <laughs> right? I mean. They- yeah. Yeah. I do think it could be somewhat like informal where you when you walk in. If they've got space for you, they'll get your information, put it into the system, and you would sit down. And some people don't take reservations yet, so having a reservation system is kind of a more complicated thing. It is. I do think that they're trying to – this was very surprising. Let's just say that. I feel like it was very surprising. Restaurants thought they were going to be able to open at 25% capacity at the least, potentially 50%. Indoors, they were working towards that, and I think people were kind of blindsided that it was only this outdoor stipulation. You know, it's very, if you've got, even with 50 people seated outdoors and there's a rainstorm that comes, everybody wants to crowd inside. How do you process the payment? I mean, it's just not a tenable solution for most people. So what I think it does is it just pushes it back a few more weeks, two to four, to give more time. You know, rightly or wrongly, I think they knew that this would give them more time. But don't you think they're just, to be very blunt, pissing more people off and and discouraging more restaurant owners by doing this? If they would have just maybe waited, because I, 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 I uh, Steph, I think you've heard the same thing. I, uh, restaurants owners uh, a week ago were a little uneasy about the June 1st opening because it was coming up real quickly. But now doing this kind of incremental, it's only kind of stirred up the bees, you know? Yeah, I do think it stirred up a hornet's nest because I think if they just said you can open at 25%, there are still people that are just not going to go to restaurants right now. They're going to wait it out. They're going to see how this rolls out. That would give people that wanted to get out there earlier the opportunity. People could iron out the kinks at a lower capacity level. If the next step is 50% indoor capacity, that feels almost like too big of a jump to me. But again, you know, this process has been 
a lot of it based on our curve and hitting our maximum surge capacity. I do not know. I am not a scientist. I want there to be safety. I have personal concerns myself for the workers in restaurants. Yes. Because I think Mm -hmm. that's a big part of it. You know, are they feeling safe? My sister's a waitress. Is all of a sudden if she gets called back to work, are there going to be safety precautions for her? If she gets coronavirus, is she going to be covered? If she's not uh, able to go to work because she feels like she's sick, is she going to get benefits? All of that is in play. But I think there's still a lot of concern. You know, some of these people don't even have medical benefits when they work in a restaurant. Stephanie Hansen's here from the Weekly Dish. Kenny, anything you want to add? Yeah, I I have a question for both of you. Uh, We're seeing churches now are going to defy the state, and we're going to have a big fight there. Do you see restaurant owners defying the state and just throwing the doors open and giving a big finger to uh, Governor Walls? I personally think there'll be a few outliers that do it for publicity, but they they are different than churches in that they can't continue with their license. Your license can get revoked. A church, you know, maybe they can have their nonprofit status revoked. I don't know what repercussions, you know, that's between you, the governor and God, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. Hanson, I'm going to read this uh, this Facebook post from um, Brian Ingram, who owns Hope Breakfast Bar and Truck Parks, and sure. uh, and I want to get your reaction. Uh, get your Kleenex ready because uh, it's a heartbreaker. Well, he brings up stuff, Hanson, that again I think the, the layered nature of the, these types of decisions. He brings up uh, things that you may not be thinking about. Here's what he wrote. He goes, I've never posted a single thing about government, and we lose uh, everyone regardless of your political views. But this press conference by the Gov will probably be the death sentence for us and almost every small restaurant I know. There is no relief for us. Our bills haven't stopped. Banks have not forgiven loans. We can't get unemployment. Our insurance companies denied our business interruption claims, and SBA disaster relief loans are non-existent. There is absolutely no reasoning to what has been deemed an essential business and a non-essential business. There was no care or concern for the thousands of dollars all of us have put to make sure our restaurants are safe to reopen, both for our staff and community. We have been calling the city for weeks, trying to shut our our little road down so we can extend a street patio for uh, Cafe Astoria. The only response we get from the city is, sorry, no permits at this time. Small restaurant owners have uh, some solutions, but we can't get anyone to listen. This will destroy thousands of restaurant families, and I wonder how many of us will never recover because of this policy. Mm. Well, he's got a lot of good points. I know that uh, calls were made in Rochester to see if they were going to open up some streets down there for restaurant dining, and it was a solid no. Uh, I don't see the city of St. Paul as being able to be very mobile on this issue. They're not mobile on lots of issues. <laughs> there so, she is. There. There's Hanson, everybody. Hey, Hanson, is your driveway shoveled? Go. Hanson, <laughs> Hanson, you got any snow in your driveway? Just oh my god, is my trash picked up? <laughs> yeah, don't even get me going. I already am glad it's Kravitz. Um, but yeah, I the idea that you know we hope municipalities. Well, that's a hope. I do I do feel for him. I do feel like at the beginning everyone was playing nice. I feel like everybody wants the safety of their workers, their people. But I also feel like at this point, if you can go to Menards and it's packed with people in masks, uh, I just feel like a restaurateur mm-hmm. can probably figure out how to seat 25% of his indoor capacity 
potentially 50%, and that people can make choices and you can give them a little bit of an opportunity to move the needle. Because don't you think that's the crux of what a lot of people, you know, perception becomes reality. And to a lot of folks who are who are not versed in the restaurant business and, and, and any business, they see that. They're like, well, wait a minute. I can go to Home Depot where there are thousands, you know, hundreds of people. I can go to Costco where sometimes it's shoulder to shoulder and that's okay, but I can't go to a re- Don't you think, Steph, that perception is what is really pissing people off? Yeah, I think so. Rather fairly or unfairly. And I feel a little bit for the churches, too. And Governor Walsh kind of shrugged his shoulders and was like, yeah, I know. Having, you know, 10 people in an outdoor uh, ceremony for church isn't really much different than having 50 people on a patio outside. I will say it's an untenable situation for him, too. I think he is trying to do his best. I just think that the best in a situation like this where people are losing their lives is a really hard needle to thread. Absolutely. And I think I think that the communication of, yeah, we're going to have something open for you guys June 1 and then it be, you know, 50 people on an outdoor patio was just like the death knell for lots of people. That's that's yeah. so important, Steph. I'm so glad you said it again, because if you're wondering why there was just an explosion of emotion, it is what Hanson just said. It was thought, it, the conventional wisdom throughout the restaurant community here in the Twin Cities was, though, as they say, the word on the street was, what Hanson just said, that they were going to be able to open indoors as well with limited capacity. That's why this is an unexpected gut punch. Am I right? So shocking. Yes, Lex. Yeah. They probably prepared for PPE and all of the, yeah, the sanitizer and wipes and all the things that they needed. And then it was like, wait, wait. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. And you know, we're, if it's, that's the other weird thing. So if you can't open today, but you can open June 1, a lot of people missed out on Memorial Day business, so that was problematic. Then the next part is, you know, they talked about these phases. Well, I I might be wrong, but I read these phases to be a minimum of kind of two weeks apart in my mind. So then we're talking about a month before yeah. we're really well, able to get much yeah, traction. That's well, true. Well, also, we have to take a break, but also uh, another business owner brought up the, the point, too, of a lot of these restaurants have the PPP, the PPE loans. Yeah. They yeah. have to start getting their payroll on track. And if they're closed yeah. for another two weeks, those loans will remain loans and will oh not gosh. turn into grants, Alexis. They have to pay them off. They have to pay. Yes. Did that you guys? The other thing I, I was just that, thinking yeah, about. That. Yeah. And that seemed a little tone deaf because they knew about those loans. They yes. knew the time frame for those loans. And 25% capacity inside would get them moving in a yes. direction. Mm. And now yeah. they have another I, two to three weeks oh that gosh. these loans That's will not minimum. turn into grants. They will, tur- they will turn into loans, and that will further cripple these people. Um, Hanson, thank you. Do we have, do we have yeah. time to, for her to stick around? Yeah, Hanson, no. can you stick around? I know you're really busy. I'm walking with my friend who's just listening to me with her eyes rolling. Oh, she's fine. Tell her she's fine. We're going to stick around. Hanson, hold right there. I'll give you a a cupcake or something. Uh, We'll be back with Hanson in three minutes. Welcome back. More with our friend Stephanie Hanson giving us... Hey, how Wonder- do you get the money? Wonderful perspective. You're on, Steph. Steph, you're asking about money. You may want to. You may want to. <laughs> yeah. you, you may want to ask that loan shark how to get money once we're off <laughs> the air, Hanson. Get the money. 
Hanson, are you talking to a loan shark right now? I am, my friend, the loan shark. No, we were just talking about why why people feel like churches need to be in session as well. Okay. And I was like, I guess it's about the money. I don't know. Can you Zoom a church? You can. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, well, Stephanie Hansen's here uh, putting a button on our conversation, the big news in our area, the new uh, guidelines from the governor. Again, you can listen to Steph on the Weekly Dish uh, Saturdays from 9 to 11 and follow her at Stephanie's Dish. Uh, Kenny, you you had a question for Hans? Hi, Kenny. It's actually, it's, are you up in Ely? Is that where no. you are? You, no, I'm home now. Yes, okay, I planted sorry my garden, uh, but now I'm home. <laughs> okay, that's not my question. My question is for all of us and uh, all of us at home, too. What would you, us, we do if we were in the governor's shoes? How do you make everybody happy? How do you slow the disease, Ooh. flatten the curve, mm-hmm. and get yep. these restaurants and bars back up and running? Is there a way to do it? No. I have no answers. I don't Ooh, know. Yeah, no. That's, that's tough. <laughs> you know, I'm going to like try to answer that question because I'm the person, if you ask me directions, of where is so-and-so, and I'm standing in the middle of Amsterdam with authority, I'll just tell you, and I'll have no idea. <laughs> well, lay it on me. Great. <laughs> that's why in we the have same you. Vein, I do think... I do think communication on this one was a big problem. Yes. They had been meeting with restaurateurs. They had been meeting with the Hospitality Association. There were some different thoughts about how this was going to go down. And that it was so vastly different really surprised a lot of people. So I think the disappointment is that these people have really put their lives, their business, their fortunes on the line. And they've been patient. They've been respectful. They've been trying to do the right thing. And they're just making it harder and harder and harder. Yes. And, you know, at some point, we are going to have to learn to live with this virus. It pains me. I'm scared. I've got immune compromised people in my own family. Mm -hmm. And I think he is trying to do the right thing. And it's really a balancing act. You know, you have Wisconsin that's completely open. You know, in Hudson, apparently all the cars are from Wisconsin, or from Minnesota. Mm. You know, their burgers oh. and their beers. And here we're trying to be responsible, but it is challenging. I, I wholeheartedly wow. agree with Steph because I have agreed with most, if not all, of the moves that the governor, and I've said it on this broadcast, that the governor has made. I will absolutely follow Stephanie in saying this. I would have continued to have felt, have felt that way. If the communication on this would have been better, because the reason, as I said in the previous segment, this was such a gut punch was because of the misinformation that leaders in the restaurant community, the signals they were getting uh, were not true. And that's why they spent thousands of dollars on plexiglass and tables and equipment to open up. So. And now they find out, well, that was all for nothing right now. And you add to it what I said also in the previous segment. A lot of them are looking at the clock, not only for for, uh, sales tax, which I believe became due in a strange twist of irony yesterday. Um, You know, they, they paused it for months. But I think, Stephanie, am I wrong on that? 
I don't know 100%, but I've heard that. Yeah, so they put a pause on sales tax, but I think it was due yesterday. Uh, so oh. you, you're you're looking at the clock on that. And then, like I said, a lot of these restaurants, if they got the PPE loans, and I know a little about this, um, uh, they have to start getting their payroll and their employees in check. Because TikTok, TikTok, if they don't get a certain amount of their employees back in a certain amount of time, that loan will not be forgiven. That mm-hmm. loan will turn into a loan. It will not turn into a grant. So two weeks is a long time. It, it puts them more, more in the deficit of getting their payroll on track. Um, so I think that's why that that's hard. He's been doing the right moves. He's been relying on science. He has a good team around him of of professionals from the U and the Mayo. This was just a huge misstep of communication that has rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. So yeah, and it's a big industry, right? It's yes. a big industry from restaurants to campgrounds to RV parks to lodging and hotels. I mean, we're coming up on what is a giant weekend in Minnesota. It's the start of summer and people are not happy. Lex, would you have done anything different? I mean, if if, if it was Governor Thompson. (laughs) Oh, Governor Thompson. That sounds sounds like a good ring to it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, um, Gosh, yeah, you guys. I it, it, like you. We've all been saying here. There really isn't a, a way to win here. Um, I, I think that. Yeah. I, gosh, I'm at a loss. I really am. Because I would have. I, I would have really, gone to fifty percent and let I, at least twenty five decide if they're going to go. Yeah, I, I would have let people inside. That's yeah. a good step there. I, I, I'm not saying that Missouri is the model of what to do, but my, <laughs> please don't think that. Well, no, but you're right. You're right. This is the problem. Is is that there, we have states surrounding us that are open, and it's just like the liquor laws on Sundays. You yeah, know, Alex. you know, it's it's. So if it was if there was some uniform, regional you know, countrywide plan. thing or mm-hmm. regional thing, states coming together, um, I, th- that's why it puts you know, Governor Walls especially in such a precarious situation of having to figure out you know what to do and look at the numbers and listen to your experts at the same time kenny i know these choices are just getting harder right yes yes i mean we're gonna have to start thinking about school i know it's ending but it doesn't end for very long before we start thinking about getting kids back into the classroom and that's been a debacle and the fair i don't i mean i know it's not gonna happen yeah kenny what were you gonna say i love this show because it's uh we don't do politics here but i have a political question yeah is this going to mean the election for walls no i think if there's a no it'll probably tarnish uh, some people's opinion but uh you know it's a long ways away and you know yeah. a day is an eternity in politics especially now in our social media world do we know what's yeah. happened in wisconsin since they've opened has there been a spike in coronavirus no but patients? you won't know for yep. about three weeks three weeks it'll take some time there That's are right. spikes starting in to michigan in the yeah South. and in other um, yeah. parts of the country yeah i just so, I mean to look at those numbers too and to have to make a decision on that yeah i read in the but New- here's the thing oh sorry no we're I gonna read have it. spikes we gotta go. yeah we're gonna have spikes i read in the yeah, new york times yesterday it's there true. were spikes in georgia and in the south 
with a wonderful picture accompanying that with uh, kids in inner tubes. Hanson, thank you. We appreciate uh, <laughs> okay, your time guys. today. Okay. Hanson. Tell your friend Have we a good said morning. Bye. Yeah, tell your friend we're yeah. sorry. We infringed on her time. The, <laughs> the weekly dish, Saturdays from 9 to 11, and follow Stephanie at Stephanie's Dish. We'll be back in three minutes.